This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Because there's never an off day in the greatest sports city on earth. Here are the the biggest biggest stories and everything else you need to know from the new title town. It's Breaking Boston with Andy Hart and Nick Fitzy Stevens. In 2022, an economist estimated that Shohei Otani alone generated $337 million in revenue in a single year. Another report estimated that Otani made the Angels $70 million before he threw a single pitch. And that's just what he's worth off the field. Based on his on-field production over the last three seasons, Shohei Otani put up numbers that in today's baseball market are worth over $70 million a season. Wow. Okay, so maybe the most expensive contract in the history of North American sports, let alone Major League Baseball, is worth it after all. So we won't come to the breaking Boston table for Monday, December 11, 2023, complaining about the 10-year $700 million deal that the Los Angeles Dodgers handed out to Shohei Otani for being bad for baseball and sports on the whole. We'll just come to it like a couple of old Boston grouses wishing that our team was involved in the sweepstakes, thinking that it's just kind of boring and anticlimactic that he basically went across town from the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim to the new Yankees of Major League Baseball, the Los Angeles Dodgers, who seem to have unlimited funds and if they want to, could purchase, buy, or rent anybody. Andy, what was your first original reaction when when you heard... uh, and I know you were laid up for a couple of days, so just thinking about sports and hmm, I can't wait to actually talk to Fitzy because that means I'll actually be feeling a little bit better. Uh, what was your first reaction when you heard that Otani signed for three quarters of a billion dollars? Uh, wow. Definitely wow factor. Even though we had all talked about, oh, he's a hitter, so he's worth $35 million, and he's a pitcher, so he's worth $35 million, so he's worth $70 million. And we had all sort of added those together and come up with numbers in this range, I think. Like, we right. did a good job. Um, and now the economics tell you that, yeah, he's a $70 million a year player for a team. It was wow. Because I think the blow had been softened. Um, it would have been a different word. It would have been F U blank blank. If not for the fact that the Red Sox had kind of been eliminated, um, beforehand, like we knew the Sox were not really in the running for it when we had hoped that previously, Um, so you had sort of settled on, there was the whole Blue Jays thing where he's on a plane to Toronto and then he's not on a plane to Toronto. Like, yeah, like this was, this was so much money that it actually, it actually wiped away all of the madness and nonsense that went with John Morosi and his, he's going to Toronto. He's not in Toronto. He's going to sign with the Blue Jays. He's not going to sign with the Blue Jays. Like this was like, we heard nothing for weeks. It was super. the only thing we heard about Shohei Otani was, how come we're not hearing anything about Shohei Otani? Like, oh, it could be the Braves, uh, might be the Dodgers, 
the the East Coast teams are now officially out of it. The Blue Jays have entered the chat, but it wasn't very much at all. Like there was people were criticizing the lack of buzz and the lack of pageantry and everything else that came with it. Like, for example, uh, this was Friday at 11 p.m. at night. John Morosi, respected baseball voice, said today I posted reporting that included inaccurate information that Shohei Otani was traveling to Toronto. I regret the mistake and apologize to baseball fans everywhere. I'm deeply sorry for letting you down. Like, well, you're just trying to do your job and you got it wrong. But as a reporter, if you present something as fact and then you have to walk it back, you can lose a little credibility. I I, I understand that. But uh, that was like the first real buzz we had. And then next thing you know, the middle of Saturday afternoon, everyone's alerts were on fire and phones were blowing up Otani to the Dodgers. When I saw how much money it was, I, I... I thought the Dodgers were out of their mind. I thought we were all thinking that it was going to be around like eight or 10 years for about an average annual value of like 45 or 50, which still would have been record-breaking money. I just can't believe how much further over the top it went than anyone's estimation. So, uh, Hart, I give, here's a tweet from at the Jacob Turner just to provide some financial and numerical context for Otani's deal. So it's a $700 million contract. It's the largest deal in Major League Baseball by more than a quarter billion dollars, which is just maddening. Um, To put it in context, the Colorado Rockies owner is worth $700 million. Eight Major League Baseball teams will have a payroll less than Otani's salary alone next year. LeBron James' career on-court earnings to date are $530 million. Oh, poor LeBron. Uh, The Oakland A's payroll for the last 10 years combined was only $667 million. Uh, The more than $26 million gap between the two top yearly Major League Baseball salaries, Otani and Verlander, is greater than Bryce Harper's current yearly money. Uh, And because it's in California, Otani will, uh, holy smokes, pay 53% in federal and state taxes. Mm, Oh, and it really does. Oh, and uh, he has deferred most of the money, so the Dodgers... Don't go cat. You know, they're not like real estate rich cash broke uh, for the first couple of years on the deal. And apparently um, this guy also goes on one win above replacement is worth approximately eight million dollars. Um, Otani has had a 10 war season. So that makes him. Yeah. So all of these numbers basically are here to tell you and to rationalize the 70 million dollar average to me. Sure seems like two risk, like a wild investment for 2024, but that's obviously only one year of a 10 year deal where he's the most expensive DH in history. And two, you're banking on his being able to come back and play at the rate he did before. But now the guy's had two UCL surgeries. Like who's to say that he's going to be able to come back at an elite level as a pitcher, which is obviously what doubles his average annual value. Yeah, no, there's there's definitely risk, but I think the uniqueness of his talent and his marketability, as we saw in that um, sort of um, early clip there, is, is uh-huh. part of the story. Like West Coast Shohei Otani has significant global marketing value. Like there's just uh-huh. opportunity. We saw it a little bit here with Daisuke, you know, when all of a sudden the signs you see at Fenway, like, hey, that's that's not really marketing towards me, a New Englander. That That's a global ad right there that I'm yeah. seeing. So. I think there's that aspect of it. There's also the aspect of, as you said, it just feels like the Dodgers have endless resources and they are the Yankees West. It doesn't feel like they're going to be the Padres while they're selling off anybody anytime soon. Um, and they they had the leverage. They had the hammer. When you've made, what are they, 
they've won the division 10 of 11 years or something like that. Like they provide annual opportunity to add revenue and they provide the opportunity for Shohei Otani to play on the biggest stage. Um, theoretically, as long as they don't yep. bum themselves out early in the postseason. Um, see, I don't see the huge risk with a guy like him. You know what I think the risk is? A guy like him setting an unrealistic market that others then try to follow. You're not Shohei Otani, but you want $60 million a year? Like, you think you're worth X, Y, and Z? No, you're not. Mm-hmm. You're not a global superstar. You're not a pitcher and a hitter. Like the, But I fear once you set these numbers, once you put them on paper, Others start to, like Soto, for example. Juan Soto mm-hmm. is a great baseball player, but he's a traditional baseball player. Like there's he's nothing, a good outfield. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Good outfielder, good hitter, one-way player, plays in your lineup, mm-hmm. whatever. But I feel like once you set this financial bar, he's guys like Soto are going to be like, well, he got $700 million, so I should at least approach it. No, you shouldn't. You're not him. Okay, I'll let you approach that. I'm going to need you to pitch every fifth day. Get your ass out there and throw. give me eight innings and give me wins and become a Cy Young candidate, and then I'm happy to go into that. And that's where I think this water – because as soon as a number exists, it's like it's used by agents, the Borises of the world or whatever. And mm-hmm. I, that's my fear for this, for the big picture of baseball, isn't for the Dodgers' singular contract with Shohei Otani because it's unique. And I do think he's worth it on and off the field. It's what comes next that I'm fearful of. And teams can't help themselves. They're stupid. Teams, management Uh gets stupid. They get like in pursuit of a certain idea, a championship, a player, an an offseason, and they do dumb things. And I think this is going to cause a lot of people to do a lot of dumb things. Talent desperation or lack of a superstar on your team could lead a team. That's what Christian Fourier always says on the midday program. The triple D, not diners, drive-ins, and dives. It's dumb, desperate, and douchey. And Wait, when do we get a- dumb, desperate, and douchey in Boston? Because we seem to just accept the fact that yeah, we are. Yeah, we I kind of, I, I kind of miss making dumb, desperate, and douchey yeah. moves. Like the, uh, I'd kill you know, for dumb, desperate, and douchey right now. <laughs> I mean, the Pats have made some dumb moves, and we're a little bit desperate, but hasn't really been. We've always been douchey. <laughs> now, well, actually, no, you're right. We've always been douchey. That's that's just sort of like we roll out of bed. Uh, we roll out of bed douchier than most, but. Uh, yeah, it's a good point you make because Soto, you know, Bryce, like Bryce Harper was mentioned in that little, in that tweet earlier to provide financial context. He's probably worth 35 million. He's worth half of what Otani is because he's not the marketable global superstar. He's only a regional icon now in Philadelphia, not even as much a national star or global number one. And number two, he's never going to pitch. He plays plus level defense. Sure. Now he's going from the outfield to first base for the Phillies and he's a really good hitter. Otani's a better hitter than he is. Otani's a better hitter than uh, when he's healthy. He's a better hitter than Soto. Soto's a very good ball player, but he shouldn't be, you know, he already turned down something in the neighborhood of like up, it was like 12 years, $450 million from uh, the Padres. So other, you're right. Other people trying to gauge what they're worth in the size of their contract versus Otani's because now he's got the biggest one isn't a fair benchmark by any stretch. And it is going to, you know, geek up all of these salaries and all of these mega deals for years to come. It's going to, and it's going to, Otani's deal may cost other teams, even though he is ultimately worth that to the Dodgers. Now, do you think this is good or bad for baseball in the sense that he joins the Dodgers? He teams up with Mookie Betts, that lineup, that team. That's Freddie Freeman. Really yeah. Good. Like, do you, do you think this is a good move for the interest of baseball or does it not even matter? I mean, I still, there is still definitely a West coast bias. Like there's still a lot of people on the East coast that just kind of 
uh, are asleep at the wheel when it comes to 10 o'clock Dodgers games and games that end late and not really knowing the highlights as much on the West Coast. Like, do you think he, he would it have been better had he landed on the East Coast or in Toronto or, or anywhere else? Toronto, no. The East Coast, perhaps, yes, because that would have helped expose a greater national audience to him versus playing at least half, two-thirds of his games in the Western time zone. You know, he's they play the Giants a lot. They play the Diamondbacks a lot. Obviously, half of their games are played in Los Angeles at home. They'll travel a decent amount. It does make the Dodgers a bit of a national interest traveling circus like wherever he goes there's going to be media there's going to be an absolute scrum of media to follow and that's again still just in a year where he will dh alone he presents no other value this year but the man is going to be an absolute you know show pony this will be i i, I guess i i do wonder if his uh, if his like superstardom will take a little bit of a hit because he is only hitting this year and because he will stay west coast only like people wondered if he people wondered if he would have been a bigger star if he entered baseball if he entered baseball not with the los angeles angels of anaheim but rather someplace else in the country as well now he had a year last year andy because of the world baseball classic so a lot more people got to hear about watch there was the famous trout versus otani final at bat which was tremendous tremendous th uh, sporting theater now this year you don't get any of that i wonder if he does take a hit yeah, I think he, the the flip side of that is there's a chance he's in a, a pennant chase, that he's in the postseason, that he has a chance to go to a World Series, even if it's just as a hitter. Or, I haven't even done any research on this, is there a chance he could uh, be this miraculous pitcher late if, if they make a run into early November in the World and Series? And here comes Otani to the, uh, out of the bullpen. Oh, my God. And then and we're in extra innings in Game 7. You never know. World, you know, we know that playoff games, World Series games, the old manager, all hands on deck, everybody's available tonight. They're like, hey, Shohei, when was the last time you threw? Any any chance you can give me two innings right now? Yeah. So Jeff I, I actually think if if the Dodgers do what they're supposed to do, and oh, by the way, the Dodgers, because they are the Yankees West, will be with the Yankees meeting with Yamamoto apparently too, because I guess they just print money in Chavez Ravine these days. Now that would that would absolutely right. That would absolutely piss people off. And by the way, yeah. uh, uh, Yamamoto's projected pitching war over the next decade is greater than Otani's, which means now Yamamoto's people could go. You know what? Actually, I remember. You know, we had we had talked about like a two hundred fifty million dollar deal. How do you guys feel about three fifty? Oh yeah, the price goes up absolutely. If you see, if you're selling your client to the Dodgers and negotiating with the Dodgers and they hand out 700 million. Now the Dodgers are probably like, well, we already used 700 million on that guy. Be like, yeah, you know why you used it? Cause you have it. <laughs> I'm not going to feel yeah. sorry for you. Cause you gave up that out. It means you have plenty of money. And I know that the, the deal is lots of deferrals and more complex than just like $70 million a year for the next 10 years. But mm -hmm. I'm not, it's not my job to worry about your books. You clearly have a boatload of money, so I'll be looking for a boatload of money for my client and myself. Um, but I, the Dodgers are, are looking to become a super team, or they probably already are kind of a super team. There's only a few mm -hmm. of them in baseball. Obviously, the Padres tried to go down that road and weren't really capable and shouldn't have and, and mismanaged it. Um, Same with the Angels last year who they had Trout. They never were able to make Squatola out of having Otani and Trout. Nope. They had... Um, Anthony Rendon, who they signed on that massive deal from the uh, from the Nationals after they won the World Series last year, they went all in on uh, Giolito and uh, another reliever, and it did absolutely nothing for them. Now they are just absolutely broken and in complete turnaround. Um, 
Yeah. Too bad. Too, too can I bad interest for... you in a Mike Trout? Well, yes, you can actually interest me in a Mike Trout because I'm the Boston you Red could. Sox and I need something. And if they need to rebuild, we've got the assets. And I don't care if that guy only plays 120 games for the next however many years he's signed to his own respective mega deal. We need a star. That's the the last thing I'll say here uh, uh, to kick the Do week we have off. The assets or the asshats? <laughs> we are the asshats, and we have the assets. Why the the Sox need to do something? They got some kid named Tyler O'Neill over the weekend, and I read a breakdown of how he's basically going to give you the yeah exactly. Yay! Don't like care. he's going to give you like the same production that Verdugo was expected to for half the price. Great! I don't want to read value based signings. Care. I don't want to read about fiscal responsibility. I want superstars. I want someone special to talk about. I want Pedro day. I want poppy flair. I want the dramatics. I want a team that can actually compete with the New York Yankees who are getting much better. The AL East is much better. I want a team that's not going to get laughed off the field by the Dodgers. And I don't want to just keep hearing, Oh, we, we believe we have the talent in place to compete. No, you don't. Not in the American. I believe I'm six two. Exactly. I can tell you, having stood next to you as someone who is six foot two, just a whisker under. Most importantly, Red Sox haven't done anything. The National League just got immediately got a front runner. The Dodgers like halved their odds uh, to be a World Series favorite heading into 2024 next year. But of course, everyone made the jokes. Shohei Otani signed for seven hundred million dollars only to be eliminated in the first round by the Cincinnati Reds. We I know know, I'm rooting for him. I mean, how can you not root for Shohei Otani and Mookie Betts? I mean, I, I, I just, they're likable. They might be the most likable mega team that I can remember any time yes. recently. There's no yeah. hate here. There's no, no hate here for this super. I like their manager. I like their stars. Mm-hmm. I like, mm-hmm. like, I will not, I feel no hate. And I also, in this day and age, with what we're living through on this side of the coast, in this city, certainly for football and, and baseball, mm-hmm. I am not going to begrudge a team for investing and going all in and being aggressive. I would love to see it. I would love to please yeah. see it. Please. I'm begging please. somebody. Somebody, please. For the love of everything. The most likable super team in baseball history has been assembled in the Los Angeles Dodgers. Otani, 70 million per. And the Red Sox, we got uh, Tyler O'Neill and Richard Fitz. So there you go. All right. There's, the your breaking, <laughs> there's your breaking Boston for Monday, December 11, 2023. Thanks for listening, you guys. Rate, review, subscribe, and share each and every morning. We try to give you a quick take on the biggest stories making waves in the sports world of Boston. Check us out later today on Six Rings and Football Things. We'll do an early edition of our grading and recap podcast as well as start turning our attention to the rest of the season in a now sort of kind of more potentially fascinating Kansas City Chiefs game next Sunday. Of course, it's Sunday, not Monday, because it got flexed out. I think it's going to be interesting. We'll talk about that over at Six Rings Give and uh, all the other football stuff. Tomorrow, we'll do our weekly breakdown of everything that went on in week 14 in the NFL. For Coop, for Hart, this is Fitzy. Shohei Otani to the Dodgers. Uh, you can make your own jokes about Shohei the money and everything. Yeah, it's time. That's the end of the podcast. Good night.